Grain. Give me brackage. Instagram. Discord. Spike Young sucks bad. What? No Q&A? Why do we have to see his fucking name in the movie? Patreon. Anything by Cassavetti. Never make a movie. Wes Anderson sucks. Wes Anderson. Rogue Packer. She told me that attack was loaded. The movie's trash, you know? Josh Safdie. I'm my fucking line producer, trust fund, baby. M. Night Shalaman. Doritos bags look mad different. Very creative. As a filmmaker, he is nothing. A zero. He's a, a pig piece of shit. You are a creative, we get Let it. Let the creative people talk to the money people. Final Cut Pro. Gritty New York City. Steven Sonnenberg's songs, anyway. Then I don't have no bitches, I'm a podcaster. Podcast. Pretend you've got no money. Reduced black ratio. If, like, the sound is off in a theater, I, I go mentally ill. And you'll never make it in this business. This is a film. James Gray sucks. I was obsessed with trash. And I don't even make movies. I always wear this bucket hat when I'm directing. If I give you a credit, it's up to me, and what it says is up to me. Otherwise, don't work in my film. I don't make movies, I make films. I'm crazy about sound. If your agent calls me in any way whatsoever, you're fired from the film. Robert Altman. You don't see a film and say, Joe Schmo did the fucking food. We watch a movie. Make out with girls. Never make a movie. There's a whole group of guys who pretend to be making special films. This guy. And we're back. This is a different KJ. <laughs> He's a changed man. <laughs> you already know what the fuck was some like lounge singer, but you weren't really singing. Yeah, it's a Richard Cheese energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was like it was like speaking. <laughs> you. Uh, it's kind of. <laughs> It's it's like Mark Kozlek type shit. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> yeah, Kozlek, back in the culture. Yeah, no, that's. I mean, damn, I'm impressed. That's like an. Yeah, you never thought of that character. shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like lounge, lounge singer Mark Kozlek saying you already know the fucking. <laughs> like Red House Painters edition. <laughs> 
<sighs> oh, fuck. All right. We're back. Benji was good. One of the all-time greats. Yeah. What do you mean, good? It's so sick. I don't think about it that much, but it really is far. I do. Goes to the Great Highway, too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yo, what the fuck I is I love really- Red House Painters, but I gotta, I gotta, like, sit down with the albums more. You already know <laughs> what the fuck it is. Um, yeah, but that yeah, it is like Red House Paint. This character is Red House Painters era. Cause like he's like slower, less personality in it. Hey, I feel different. All right, all right, everyone. We're sorry. No, no, no. no. Do you think I seem different? No, I think you seem no. Actually, not at all. I'm like the same bull. Why you feel different? Nah, you already know what the fuck it is. Everybody, we're back. we are we're back it's been a month yeah we're we're back i know we're sorry it's been so long but we have so much going on this week that you are all going to apologize for us this week oh yeah the stuff that's coming up yeah we're i think we're doing five or four pods in the in the in this week so that's good i expect an apology from my in my inbox from each and every single person but then when we finish this week's pods we're not going to pod for another year yeah that's true but I wonder how somehow, long we could go without doing that's it. Good. <laughs> no, nah, we already pushed it. I like, started to feel really. No, this is. I think this might be the longest break ever. Yeah, but we were also doing more than we've ever done. So come on. No, I know. Break. I saw somebody in the cord be like, you know, let them cook, and we were certainly cooking. Yeah. No, I don't think people are mad about it, but uh, doesn't mean they're happy about it. We were cooking it up, racking up some of those. Rack of rib fire. Oh, I'm sleepy, dude. dude. <laughs> yeah, oh about? shit. Um, the jet lag hit. No, because people said rack me up some of that fire, and I was thinking like rack. You, rack you've of been ribs. back for a minute. You don't have jet lag. I know. Um, I'm just on a normal schedule. It's we're doing the late. I night just got again. back. I just got back. I am jet lagged, everyone. But uh, we're gonna do it. We're gonna pod because the second I touched down in New York. I was like, give me a mic. It's time to pod. You getting the bringing the mics tonight? Yes. <laughs> you copping my oxies? Yes. <laughs> um, me, copping, right. me copping your oxies. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah. well, whatever. Let's not get into it. So, Wait, what were you going to say? No, get, break. I was, no, it's just too niche. I was going to say whoever made the intellectuals meme somehow knowing which one of the characters were us. It was really advanced and scary, but for most people listening, they're not even going to know what we're talking oh, about. Oh, it scared so. the shit out of me. Yeah. Knowing that... People really be knowing. Who was who and placed me on the pines, but yeah. Um, But anyway, yeah, so we were just in Europe. That's why it's been a while. No, dude, you know what I um, realized? I know we were just in Europe, but I was like going through my camera roll trying to figure out like, what is, what's happened since we last potted? Dude, mm-hmm. so much shit. We haven't even potted since Baritalia. I know. Well, that was like our mar- like this little marathon run we did. We had this is the most bar- I've ever written two bar tie shows, yeah. and uh, but one of which we threw, and then we had the Mercury Lounge show, and then we had Europe. Yeah, but Europe's definitely fresh in the mind. So the first thing I had on my list was um, grapefruit Schweppes. What do you think of that? Oh, I saw it in every vending machine. I didn't try it. It is the best. Did you try it? it? Is, oh, it's, it is my literal favorite drink in the entire world. It is a perfect soda. Really? Oh, yeah. Grapefruit Schweppes. Not much more to say about that one. 
Damn, why did I not try? It did look good every time, but I just couldn't. They didn't have it. The, they didn't have it in London. They had. They have them in France. I never. I don't think I was ever, that just in France. Just yeah, in I guess France. it was just in France. I couldn't remember, but um, whatever. Let's not. Let's not go Chris Black mode quite yet. I have a lot of Chris um, Black style shit though, because I had so much candy bars in London. I tried. Yeah, I tried and the, every so, the soda with real sugar was really what did it for me. I can't believe how good soda is over there, but um. Oh yeah, you yeah you take the lead. You I thought you were gonna be the tired one, but I guess that's for the best. Um, yeah, London was insane heat. We got to meet a lot of Packers and Heads from all over the United Kingdom, not just London. Yeah, they big shout to out. everybody who came to the lower third for Curtis's show. And let me just say, I have to give for the whole trip big shouts to the band. The life players, as you will, uh, Jeremy McLennan, Isaac Eager, Pete Sestarsik, and big shouts to everyone who made it happen, Benny Goldstein, Lauren Calfian, Jay Balin, big shouts to Matt Wilkinson, he was there, and that girl who works for Deeper Into Movies, I forget her name, and my sister Charlotte, who came out to London, she came. Also, big shouts to Miss Tiny. Which, yeah, which is damn, they the musical revelation of the year for me. I like. I'm. Yeah. I still think it's the most advanced shit I've been hearing. Yeah, guys, go go listen to Miss Tiny. Um, that song, the featuring sound. the legendary Dan Carey. They played with us at the Lower Third in London, and such a sick show. And the sound is like such a fucking tune. Um, That's the first time I've ever really like had a. I mean, I know it was more for you, but like I had it like been in a green room. I was like, this is like the green room. It's like where we get to like hang out here. It was huge. Yeah, that's what like real venues have. Just it's just New York. I know. <laughs> it is really funny, like on tour when you see like it's only it's only really New York that doesn't have green rooms. Well, it's funny because everybody was saying like, "Oh, lower third, it's sick." It's like it's kind of like the baby's all right of London. And then I got into the green room, and I was like, I don't know. I was like, the green room at Babies is like the side of the fucking kitchen. I love the green room at Babies is so classic. No, though. it's amazing. I love. I love how like. I mean, it's a pretty big venue for New York, but it's just like that is not just compared to the. There was like an Eames chair in the fucking green room in the in the. No, I, yeah, I know. It's it's. Uh, green rooms are only a. We had a framed uh, photo of Tom York. It's only in New York where we don't. We're only New York, you know, mid-sized venues where you don't really have green rooms. Um Although, although I've seen some some New York style ones in other cities like Montreal, was it a pretty shitty one? But big shots to the usually, sound bowl that was there. Oh, so true. He was Packer and Head. He was a Packer and Head was the guy running sound. Big shots, and to it him. sounded really fucking good. And man, it's so like everyone is such a pleasure to deal with outside of New York. It's insane. I know. <laughs> it's actually so crazy. I always forget. Just like every person you have to deal with is actually like helpful and pleasant everywhere else i mean that's because everybody's drunk in london the whole time yeah the yeah london's crazy think like everybody being wasted outside by the time you wake up is truly insane but people are wasted at 4 p.m and then stop partying before two which it was really like it pushed everything it pushed the day back in a way that i couldn't totally adapt to but it was yeah a beautiful place we had i mean I don't know how much detail it's really worth going into because you're all going to see soon enough. 
um, from a special big project we have that we have to get started on, actually. The video? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Lower Third was Insane Heat. I didn't even realize the level of Packers and Heads that existed in London. Um, Strong presence. Then we got to see, oh, a little bonus. We saw Pulp. That was huge. The motherfucking god Jarvis Cocker, who I should mention, makes an appearance in Asteroid City. Yeah, he also he did the music. Yeah, he did the music, or he did a couple songs. Yeah, or yeah, or like it's like him and some squad of people. I don't know. Who did else you see it? Yeah. No. It's it's pretty fire. I I someone people were saying like if you don't like Wes Anderson like why would you even watch it just ignore it, and I was like all right fair enough. I'm not gonna watch it. It's honestly, it's feel it's like post West though, and it's like Schrader West. It's like really, cl- like clinically dry and like meta to a degree that like. Wait, who was saying that they loved um, Master Gar- Gunner? <laughs> they loved Master Gardner and saw it twice. That's really wild. I, um, Gunner's loving all the uh, the strike memes on my intellectuals too. Um, Big shouts to Gunner. Actually, I, you know what? I I should just. I'm just going to suggest this to you now. I actually want to have Gunner on the pod to talk about the strike because I was like, you know what? I'd love to go off about it, but maybe we maybe there should be like a a worthy adversary. Sure, sure. I mean, yeah. Let's start doing weird weirder shit. I mean, Gunner's got thoughts on labor unions, and I, oh, believe and me, he's I know. Very well educated on the matter, and I'm not, but I have I have my emotions. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Anyway, what else? Yeah. Then, of course, we had Finsbury Park, and it was amazing. And the, shout out to whoever the legend was who when we watched the gates open at like. I'll, I'll tell this for you because it'll be more flattering for you because it really was unbelievable. There was so Curtis is the first person playing in this big day of like like incredible bands uh, before 1975. And there was like this thought of like, have they opened the doors yet? Like we couldn't see people on the field yet. And then the moment that they opened the doors, we just see like hundreds of people flocking in, and then thousands, thousands. Well, yeah, eventually thousands. But it was just like you could you could start to see the crowd spreading. And then the girl in the front, like the person who was booking it, like fucking booking it to the front of the rail, which is an experience I can really relate to because I I used to like I've done that for Radiohead like a million years ago. And like trying to get rail, like getting rail was like a whole thing. But the girl in the front of the pack booking it to get rail was wearing a We Finally Did It Babe, the Life t-shirt. I was like, holy Christ almighty. Yeah, I know. Whoever you are, you legend, big shouts to you. That was that was like un, that was unfathomable. That it's crazy followed to think by that like seeing you on a Jumbotron, I was like, oh man. <laughs> it's, cra- it's crazy to think that, you know, I don't know if that girl's a packer or a head. She might just be a lifer. It's it's starting to be you know some there's some who maybe are just lifers they're not Packers at heads as well. I was dancing to your set on the side with Maddie and George, and I was looked up and I saw you on the jumbotron, and I I I started crying laughing that the fucking moron from my freshman year dorm room was like playing for <laughs> thousands of people. It was like random famous British people dancing to the music. I was just like, what in God's name? What a what a joke! It was really sick. It was very special. Yeah, it wasn't no, it was honestly it was it was an amazing experience and big shouts to Jack Antonoff who also played, Margaret Qualley. Yeah, biggest shout. We got really had the whole 
the whole squad of the gods there that day. Amer- but, American but, football. But, yeah, well, I got to meet. I got to meet Mike Kinsella. That that was big for me. That was really big. Pretty sick, Sabrina Fentes. I was trying to bring myself to talk to Mike Kinsella the whole day. That was like yeah. I, I couldn't do it. You know, it's like people who you were obsessed with when you were a kid. That's what it, that's what it really hits. It's you know I could meet any famous person. It doesn't you know I don't it does I don't have a starstruck effect. But Mike Kinsella, I, I couldn't do it. I know it took you until I finally did. Until like I finally three did in the morning at the after at the party. after party. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I finally was like, yo, man. It is <laughs> it is it. funny. There's like a there is like a weird shock value of like certain types of. It's not people who are genuinely famous. It's people who are like famous to you that you spent like a lot of time kind of obsessing over or being fans of yeah i know those are the people that really shake you mike and the whole rest of the band were sick and they loved the life set which meant a lot and um no what was i gonna say oh just i mean playing for a crowd like that usually you know you're opening a show you have to win the crowd over in some way because they don't they're not there to see you so you're it kind of feels like you're like fighting for your life a little bit mm-hmm. um which is fine you just have to be well rehearsed and like know how to perform but n- not that i've ever encountered a hostile crowd although that certainly happens but you know usually it's just a disinterested crowd or half interested crowd which is which is like you're just thinking of how to bring them over the edge uh but you don't have any which is which is good. That's a good challenge for a performer, but it also you don't have any energy to work off of. Mm-hmm. But in this setting, I guess I was kind of just expecting a large scale version of that, which you know is fine. I've done it plenty of times, uh, and I was ready to just. But but you know, bigger stage to fill. I I thought you know we're really gonna have to work here, but I, this is not some like you know cool kid New York club crowd. This is. These were like kids who love music, and and it you could feel it. I felt it immediately when I went out and said hi, and people just wanted to see. They were they were there. You, I didn't. There, you didn't have to like work to win them over. No, they were um, they were. Fun. You could just yeah. focus on on performing, and it was honestly, that's like a dream as a performer was the reaction that that crowd had. So I, it was like. It was honestly totally just the best show I've ever played. They were fucking with Division Heavy. You, I mean, they already knew. They already knew, right? They finally did it. No, you did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, really, it was. It was like it was totally surreal. It was amazing, an amazing lineup. Uh, harsh, also, harsh contrast to the fucking crowd at, at Union Pool, even for Bar Italia, where it's just like I, I don't even know what's going on there. Yeah, that was that was not it. But see, that's what I'm saying. That's what you know. That's New York. You kind of have York to rise to the occasion. Crowd. You don't take it personally. You're just like, all right, yeah, I have my work cut out for me. That's kind of just goes nature of the job. But this this was so the opposite that I was. It, it just was such a dream. It was like it was like every crowd every performer has ever dreamed of playing for it's it was you, such an amazing energy do you remember when jack um, white and they were so just involved and in, in it and responsive it was it was really amazing do you remember when jack white like freaked out at the like new york club audience he played he played like a tiny secret show that like the olsen twins went so it was like a pitch for- was that the one at at what is was is now lola slash having kuwait uh, I went to that one. I don't think it was. I think this was years before that. But like he played oh. some like tiny 
like show for like a bunch of like celebrity people and the Olsen twins were there and it was like some headlines came out that like Jack White at one point like had a fit of anger and was like yelling at the crowd like oh you're so fucking hip you're like you're so fucking cool you can't even fucking dance to the music Olsen twins like he had like some whole thing about how like the New York crowd was like stiff and too cool to like get into the music which is which it kind of is low I mean people go pretty hard for the right show but I know what he's talking about. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like everyone was just such a pleasure to deal with outside of New York. It's crazy. Um, but that was, a, no that offense, was New York. A, I love that you. was a great day. But, but also, um, I mean, it just also depends where you are in New York. I mean, that's why you always just go to babies. All right. So you don't have to worry about that was not the spirit. The spirit vibes. was fully alive at the bar tally show at the Hancock that we did. That was oh for sure. I mean, anything that we do is obviously the best. And they the said that that was shit. they gave they gave, they gave props. It's like oh, oh yeah, it's the best fucking gig I've played in ages, mate. <laughs> <laughs> in ages, mate. Um, all right, yeah, that was better. That was, was good. That was like what was that accent? That was Jasmine. Yeah. Um, Big shots. All right, th- this coffee just worked. I feel more alive now. Um, was oh yeah no i mean that's why that's why we throw parties because it really is insane it's like when we do it the crowds are just twenty thousand. it's just like whenever we have something it's the crowd i've always wanted as well it really just goes to show you that the packers and heads are truly something special well it's because they're it's like they're fans like us they like are actually love the stuff they like love they're there for the music and and that's really what it was at finsbury too it was just like a large-scale version of that it was just like all kids who love music and wanted to be there all afternoon and see music like it was like you know because part of me thought well the people who are going to be there for our set are just going to be diehard 1975 fans they just get up to get on the rail early and that's kind of their whole MO. Mm-hmm. But that really wasn't what it felt like at all. It felt like they, I mean, sure, they're diehard 1975 fans, but they are there to see everything that's there all day. They want to see music. It's like diehard music fans, which is, yeah, the dream to play to. Um, what else happened that day? With the- it was just a really surreal vibe. And um, DJed with George at the shit after. Yeah, that was fun. Had to load in through the pedestrian entrance, like. Uh, oh yeah, and there was a Packer and head in the thing. There was a, a Packer and head already sitting outside the gate. She was like, "I on pack." <laughs> <laughs> um, it was really early. I was not ready for that. I don't think that's ever happened. Yeah, it was literally like before. eight a.m. I've never, I've really like, never been yelled "I on pack" at me on the street before. Yeah, so true. Like, specifically, everyone usually that yells phrase. "big shouts." Yeah, big shouts. Um, that's actually completely true. No one's ever like, I unpack everyone. A- anytime someone on the street recognizes me, they just say big shots. Yeah. Um, which is just how I want it. But, um, we had a full English breakfast. I'm like looking through my list. <laughs> 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 yeah. We had English. Bre- yeah. It's sick, dude. We did. It was um, fire. I thought Italian, it was hilarious. Whatever. Was- we don't need to, we don't need to go. Oh, we went to bar Italia, the spot. Oh, right. Yeah. I wrote that down. So yeah, bar Italia. We saw the London. God, big Ben, right? Westminster. We all started. We actually all got, had an emotional moment at like eight in the morning, still walking around looking at Westminster palace and the neo Gothic masterpiece. Yeah, we went to Westminster Palace and Big Ben and all at like we went to Buck- five, Buckingham six in the looking for the after guards. Lower third. Couldn't find the guards. Yeah, we couldn't find the guards. Where the fuck are the guards? Where'd they go? 
I also have written down big shots to Fred Perry, who gave us some th- shit. Oh, huge shouts to Fred Perry. Yeah, we went to Fred Perry. They gave us some polos, those Anglo aesthetics. Um, I know you that you had like a sick time in London and the show was great and everything, but I, I think you might be underrating what, at least what for me, was my favorite moment of the London leg of the, the Euro John Express. Uh, what are you talking about? Uh, the random nodding? Random nodding. Should we, should we give us? They'll see it in the thing, right? No, they they're not going to understand us random nodding from that. That's I think that's an impossible. Petrus was thing. filming my phone screen. No. Anyway, um, that's a, that's a, that's worth bringing up. That's like some two cup style shit to bring. Yeah, up. we had a we had a day off in. It was our last night. Yeah, but it was like we had absolutely nothing to do. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time we had nothing to do. Like it was nonstop since we landed. And it was basically nonstop like the two weeks before we went. And this this was the day after the show, the Finsbury show. And we finally had nothing to do. Um, so we went randonauting with Isaac. If you guys remember, you know, I'm not going to tell a story because it's like there's too many like caveats I have to No, we don't explain. have to tell the story. But I just think it's, it's a, it's a, a no, practice No, but, but right, right before we left for London, I was reminded of randonauting. If you don't know what it is, it it was kind of like a viral TikTok thing. Was it? Well, it was, it, it was a, no, it was a thing first. Then it got viral on TikTok. Right. It was like a Reddit in thing. In like 2020. Like. There's a subreddit. I, I the way I first found it years ago was because I followed just like weird esoteric like uh, paranormal and uh, UFO style people on Twitter. Mm-hmm. There's like a really weird side of Twitter that I guarantee no one listening to this has any idea about. It was like some other shit I was tapped into. You'd be surprised. And one of them, and one of them was a. Uh, was was big into random audience. So basically what it is, it's an app that uses a quantum, which I don't fully understand still, but it's somehow, it's a quantum random number generator, which somehow is more random than mathematically random. That's all I know. Um, and you can use the number generator to set a random point on a map in a certain radius that you give it and um, you're supposed to, you know, focus your intentions as you make it pick a random point and then go to the random point and then on your way to the random point and then when you get to the random point, just like be on the lookout and see if you see anything that kind of helps your intention or gives you some kind of answer for your intention. And anyway, right before I left for London... I don't know, just was stressed. There was a lot of logistics to figure out, and I was not excited about it. I was like two in my head, and I was reminded of random nodding because Ben Ditto posted about it. Big shouts. Oh, yeah. And I wasn't doing anything that afternoon, so I was like, oh, yeah, random nodding. I completely forgot about this. Uh, so I downloaded the app, and I was like, I'm just going to try it to get inspired on like how to get excited so i'm going to ask it how do i get excited and this is what i'm saying it's not worth explaining because it it wouldn't really make sense i have to explain too much other shit but i did it it took me to a spot 
I didn't really have any expectations, but when I got to the spot, there was something really crazy at the spot. And then if you want to keep doing randonauting, you stand in this initial spot you got and you do it again and then you move to the second location. So I did that. And in the second location, something even crazier was there. So I was like, oh, damn, this shit is actually works and it's really wild. And it did, it did help give me perspective on how to get excited about the, about the whole trip. And then I had just got him, I just had faith that it was all, all this shit was going to work itself out. And it did. And we had a great time. And then flash forward to the day after Finsbury Park, we did it again, walking through the streets of London. And uh, it's especially it fun really to do it again. in a place that you don't know well. Yeah. Because, yeah, Just that's like obviously we don't know when we're walking around the streets of London, it's like all new every step of the way. Um, but something that I found interesting about doing it was that one of the people we were doing it with, Isaac, was sort of a skeptic. And when we reached the end of the first, like when we reached the first lo- random location, what we found had him be a be- based on the intention that I, we had set all together. Like, based on what we found, like, he was a believer almost instantly. Like, he was, like, actually yeah. spooked. I mean, and so was no, I. I'm still shook by that experience. F- Fiona hit me about it because Isaac was telling her about it. So, clearly, it fucked him up. Fiona knows about it? <laughs> yeah, because it clearly fucked He Isaac told up. her about what we saw? Because, I don't, know if, I don't know if he said what, but she was just like, what is this? I mean that was that come on that was really crazy. That was that was one of the most bizarre experiences in my life, I think. Um yeah, I know. I know it was really insane. And then we did it <laughs> It was really insane. Did we do it once more or did we do it twice more? Um once more. Yeah, we did it once more and then we when we this was what was really interesting to me is we set a new intention. We got to the second location and we didn't find anything. But then we kind of like lingered and loitered in this like weird burial ass, like, like kind of backyard of like a weird housing development, like really strangely lit, very dreamlike. And we had a conversation for about two hours. And the content of that conversation revealed exactly what I needed to hear for mm-hmm. the intention that we had set. Like the conversation that we landed in, in that weird space was became this thing it, like I, I had a huge spiritual yep. epiphany exactly in and that I think burial all of us did. location and it was i like, think all of us did yeah and that was yeah we all did and that was like it was like oh we we did find like it did randomly take us and it something it was something about that location that like it was the first I time i was like well also even though well maybe because it might have been that fox that we saw but we me and isaac both saw a shadow figure remember we underrated that part of it right and Petrus. Or was it me and Petrus? It might have been you and Petrus. But it, yeah. it was it was interesting, though, because all, us four had been together and been spending time in London together, you know, quite a bit up until that point. But I didn't reach a real place of, like, intimacy and, like, people kind of being vulnerable and honest until we reached that weird space, the second location. Like, I actually felt like I was really I connecting with everyone and everyone felt it, I could tell everyone else felt that way too on some level I think yeah yeah or do you know I, what I, I mean everyone was just like really opening up about like their artistic pursuits and where they're at that's all you're gonna get and we're only just getting warmed up this is a long episode it's like two and a half hours long um, just shy of two and a half hours long but come on same thing um, 
but no, this is a good one. I know it's been a long time, but we were we were very busy and we have so much we're about to drop. You have no idea. So don't get worried about it. Um, listen to the full episode. Patreon.com slash the Ion Pack. You're going to want to be a patron, not only to hear the rest of this insane heat episode, but to hear everything else we have coming up. Patreon.com slash the Ion Pack. You already know, my friend. Patreon. <laughs>